Thanksgiving. It's almost Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving week. So we're going to talk about Thanksgiving on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. All right, we're going to do a little Thanksgiving trivia. Thanksgiving is has always been my favorite holiday. That was the time when all the family got together, all the cousins, aunts, and uncles, everybody would go to my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. And it was one of the happiest times of my childhood. Because at Christmas, there's a lot of other things to distract you about Christmas. You know, it's all the presents and, you know, who got what for Christmas and did you get what you wanted for Christmas and all that stuff. But Thanksgiving was just about family. Family and food and football and taking a nap on the couch. I love Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving, I thought since it was that time of year, now was a good time to talk about Thanksgiving. You think you know about Thanksgiving. And historically, what do you really know about Thanksgiving? You know about the pilgrims and Turkey. Well, here's the deal. First of all, they didn't call themselves pilgrims. They never did. About 200 years after the fact, there was a writer that referred to them as pilgrims. Because traditionally, pilgrims were religious people on a quest. You made a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. You made a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. You made a pilgrimage to Mecca. Pilgrims were travelers in search of spiritual enlightening. So these people in 1620 at Plymouth Rock never referred to themselves as pilgrims. What they were were religious separatists from the Church of England because they believed, their little group of people believed, that the Church of England was corrupt and that they weren't following the teachings of Christ and they weren't following the Bible as it was written, that it had turned into a a political organization. And they wanted the freedom to worship God and to become closer to God and were being persecuted by those in the Church of England because of their puritanical, fundamentalist, spiritual beliefs. Well, there was already a permanent settlement in Jamestown, Virginia, and they could come to Jamestown and worship God in their own way without the fear of persecution by the Church of England. So when they boarded the Mayflower, to come to America, they were actually blown off course in a storm. So instead of landing in Jamestown, Virginia, they ended up on the coast of Massachusetts at Cape Cod, and they named the place Plymouth Rock. Well, a lot of people in their company died on this long, arduous sailing voyage from England. A lot of them died of sickness, of malnutrition. So when they finally made it and started a new life, it took them a whole year to really settle down and have decent houses to live in and cleared land for gardening and for growing crops. So in 1621, they had just a bountiful, bountiful harvest. They had good weather all year. It was a really good growing season. They had plenty of rain that year. And they had a bountiful harvest. So they decided they would get together and thank God for the fact that they were still alive and had this bountiful harvest. 
See, they weren't thinking the Indians. There was a movement many years ago to try to convince people and tell people that these pilgrims were giving thanks to the Indians. They were giving thanks to God for their survival in the new land. And they had already made friends with the Indians, the Native Americans. And all the Native Americans pretty much had a similar harvest festival where they thanked the Great Spirit for their bountiful harvest and for another year of life and for protection and to pray for protection going into the coming winter. And these colonists, these settlers, invited these friendly Indians that they had already made friends with to come and join them in their harvest festival. So that's why you had the Indians and pilgrims together, even though they weren't called pilgrims yet. These settlers and Indians sat down together and had a feast. Well, now, it wasn't a national holiday back then because we didn't have a nation back then. These were just colonists from England. Well, in 1789, after the Revolutionary War was over, George Washington became the first president of the United States. And he made a proclamation around harvest time on the 26th of November in 1789. He proclaimed a national day to thank God for our new nation. A national day of observance to thank God and to give thanks and praise to God for allowing us to get through the Revolutionary War and to finally successfully separate from England and become an independent nation. But it was almost a hundred years later before it became a national annual holiday. See, in 1863, it was around the end of the Battle of Gettysburg. Abe Lincoln had given his Gettysburg Address, and in commemoration of the fact that after the bloodiest battle of the Civil War, the Union had not lost, we were still a nation, we were still one nation, Abraham Lincoln declared the last Thursday in November as a Remembrance Day to give thanks and praise to God for preserving us as a nation. So it was almost a hundred years after the very first Thanksgiving, official Thanksgiving proclaimed by George Washington, that it became a national holiday. And it was about 200 years after the colonists landed at Plymouth Rock before it became a holiday called a day of Thanksgiving and praise to God. And it pretty much became a nationally recognized holiday right after the Battle of Gettysburg. It didn't become an official federal holiday until 1941, almost 100 years after Abraham Lincoln. The Congress voted to make it a federal holiday, which meant that you got a day off with pay, especially if you were a union worker or a federal worker. That's when you first got a day off with pay. But that's Thanksgiving. And of course, the Canadians have a Thanksgiving day, a day of Thanksgiving. And their Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving, is in October. and was actually became a, an official national holiday in 1957 in Canada 
when Parliament said that the second Monday in October would be the Canadian Day of Thanksgiving for the same reason, to thank God for his blessings on Canada. And what Thanksgiving trivia show would be complete without talking a little bit about turkeys? One of the reasons that turkeys became associated with Thanksgiving was number one, if you recall from your history, Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird of the United States instead of the bald eagle. And one of his reasons was you could find eagles all over the world. Turkeys were native to North America, found no place else on earth. From Mexico to Canada, North America was the only place that had turkeys. And during colonial times, some of these wild turkeys were caught and taken back to England and domesticated. So the flightless turkeys were brought back from England as domesticated birds. And another little piece of turkey trivia, breast meat in a wild turkey is dark meat and not white meat. Because a wild turkey flies. So the muscles in the chest are full of blood vessels and capillaries to supply blood to these flying muscles that domesticated turkeys don't have. And another reason that turkeys became associated with Thanksgiving was, number one, it was a big, big bird, and it could feed a lot of people. But in the 1800s, a cleaned and gutted turkey cost a full day's salary. If you went down to the market or down to the butcher shop to buy a turkey, it was a whole day's salary just for the bird. But it was a feast. It was a celebration. It was to give thanks. A once-a-year occasion. So people would spring for the expense to buy a turkey because that one turkey would feed the whole family for a couple of days. And that's why turkeys became associated with the first Thanksgiving. Because they were a large native bird that fed a large group of people. And it was a treat that you didn't get but once a year. So there you go. More than you ever wanted to know about Thanksgiving and turkeys. And that's going to do it for this Thanksgiving episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Please become a subscriber. Click on subscribe on your podcast player. That way you'll never miss an episode and it doesn't cost you a thing. Tell your friends about it. Recommend me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Tell all your friends that you listen to the Driving with Rob podcast and you think they should too. It's easy to find. All you have to do is go to Google and search for the Driving with Rob podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find the Driving with Rob podcast. And if you would tell your friends about it, I would really appreciate it. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye now.